Welcome to 12-Minute Talks, where important information is shared in a short time period. Learn from other business owners, entrepreneurs, and experts about what they do to help you find solutions to everyday topics in 12 minutes or less. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the 12-Minute Talks podcast. I'm excited to have with us today Jose Solis. He's a realtor up in Orlando, Florida, helping families and businesses with all of their real estate transactions. Jose, thank you so much for being on today. Thank you for having me, Lorena. Awesome. So uh, this is a really interesting topic because I feel like every day we hear something about real estate. Usually lately it's been good, right? Like mortgage rates, uh, interest rates are really low. And we have a lot of people, it seems, coming from other states into Florida to buy real estate. Uh, sight on scene, it seems. And I'm like... Okay. <laughs> it's it's interesting, you know, I guess everybody working from home is like, ah, let's leave the snow and, and go somewhere nice, you know. That is true. Um yeah. So Jose, before we get into all the details about what you actually do, um, what do you tell the audience a little bit about your background and how you got into this industry? Yeah, absolutely. So okay, so my background is um I actually grew up grew up up north. I grew up most of my time, most of my life in Pennsylvania. Um once I turned eighteen. I decided to say, hey, you know what, I want to go serve my country. I want to actually uh, go to the Marines. So that was something I decided to take upon myself, and I, I, I did that. I had, a, had a, lot of, a lot of experiences, a lot of moments through that. Um, but essentially what I feel is I, I did a lot of different um, tasks and uh, routines while I was in the service. But one of the last things that I actually ended up doing was uh, serving as a Army services recruiter. So I feel that that propelled me for um, for the job that I'm on in this mindset, how to have business line goals and metrics. So a lot of a lot of what I did, you know, my last couple of years is exactly just like real estate. <laughs> in the sense of, you know, sometimes you're just dealing with a lot of uh, a lot of volume, it's a lot of conversations, definitely a lot of information that you need to know. Um, with what's happening around you. But I, I had a fascination ever in real estate ever since I was a kid. I don't know if every, anybody remembers those uh, Carlton sheets. They're like these cassettes. They come in like these plastic cases. And it's like, how oh, you can buy a house with like no money down? So like I picked I picked a case of those up from somewhere. I have no idea where they came from. Um, but I just started like looking into it and I just thought it was the most awesome thing ever. And um, I had a lot of fascination, even, even when I was in the military, I actually ended up taking my courses. I was actually living in, in, uh, in San Diego. I took my courses, but I just never had the chance to um, take the state exam. Every time I always wanted to, to get into that route, I had to deploy or, you know, uh, go somewhere. So uh, once, once I finished my contract, yeah, lo and behold, here I am, 10, 10, 10 and a half years later, got out. I'm in Florida now. I decided to move to Orlando, make it my home, and uh, now I'm just going full force in real estate. So there's awesome. a lot of things that I've learned along my journey and along my way, and there's just the things that you still learn. Um, if there's any individuals out here that might have any interest in, in looking, pursuing a, a career path in the real estate field, um, the biggest thing I can kind of just tell you is just be open-minded, just be tenacious, and there's so many niches that you can actually fill. We're probably going to talk about some of them um, in a little bit today on today's podcast, but really it's just, just be hungry. That's the best thing I can tell you. Just be a sponge ready to absorb knowledge. Yeah, 
I, I think that's important for any career path, right? Because just because you have like your license doesn't mean you really know how things work, right? <laughs> and so until you maybe do that type of transaction and then you're like, oh, this is what they said in the book, right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, type of thing. Or, or, oh, it was different than what they wrote, you know? Yeah, so so that's great. Thank you for, for your service in, in the military. And um, I'm not going to ask you how you transitioned into real estate because you mentioned it there with the Carlton sheets. Um, <laughs> so, so Jose, uh, why mm -hmm. don't you tell us a little bit about um, some of the people that, that you've helped? Is it mainly families, um, like new homeowners? What, what have you seen in the market where you work? Um, so, so I work out of the Orlando market. Um, I cover anywhere from Tampa all the way up to Jacksonville. And I say that it's just because I've, I've had a list in Tampa. I've had a list in Jacksonville. But most of, most of the stuff that I, I prefer to do is, is going to be local to the Central Florida area uh, out of the metropolis of Orlando. So typically what I've seen, I guess the majority, I've, I've, had a, I've, had, I've had the ability to work this last year with numerous um, clients, numerous clients, different backgrounds. Um, different uh, ages, demographics, just really just a different array of individuals. But if you really look at the actual spectrum of Orlando, we have a big diversity of individuals coming from all over. What, what I see a lot is a lot of individuals uh, moving from up north, whether that be states like New York, um, Massachusetts, Pennsylvania, you get the individuals coming from California or, some, or somewhere out west. Usually it's California is, is what I'm seeing right now. And essentially what they're doing is they're, they're moving into Florida just because right now with, with the whole COVID and post-COVID and whatever whatever variation of COVID that we're actually on right now, um, there's a lot of opportunity for remote uh, work. So eventually, essentially people just move here. They see that they can buy a lot more house than they can versus their um, their area where they're living at and uh, they come in. So what happens is now you got a huge influx of people coming into central Florida. Well, we kind of don't have the capacity to, to be able to, um, to be able to house so many individuals. So um, really, yeah, there, there's a low inventory, but with that also being said, there's low inventory, there's a high demand, you have a high supply of buyers. So really what it comes down to is just, if somebody was to move down here, just do your research, know where you want to go. Um, start the transition as soon as you can, um, just to, just to kind of get all your ducks in a row and, and and figure out as much as much information as you can before you decide to, to make a move down here. So. Yeah. So so if somebody's thinking about moving to Florida, they should reach out to a realtor such as yourself before moving. Is what you're saying? Um. Well, if they're deciding to move out here, really, I think what they honestly should should do is get an opportunity to actually if they've been here before most of the time from what we tend to see is an individual has usually been here um usually maybe it, it might be for a vacation or um, some kind of tourist attraction or maybe now they have they have a family member that ends up uh, inviting them over so they come here maybe they'll come here a couple times and then they end up seeing but really yeah i think it's it's always a good idea to just try to figure out you know what, what it is that you're what, what's your intent? What's your overall plan? Um, and then once you have that identified, then if you're looking at uh, purchasing a home, well then by all means, you know, look look at your options. And uh, definitely, I, I like having options, but always look at your options and, uh, and ask a lot of questions. 
Um, just because obviously if you end up going towards a route of purchase, this is going to definitely be one of the biggest purchases you'll make. Mm -hmm. it, it certainly is. Um, and why should somebody uh, work with a realtor instead of maybe like Zillow? I've heard tons of controversy with Zillow going on. Okay. Um, well, one of the reasons why, the thing is, a lot of these big companies, such as your Zillow, your Open Door, that's just to name a few. Uh, I don't know if I'm supposed to say their name, <laughs> but I guess we can, right? I mean, we're good. Okay. So uh, we're good. Uh, we're not. We're not saying anything bad about them. We're just saying, you know, um, comparisons. Let's say. Okay. Stating the facts. So a, a lot of these companies, what they end up, what they actually end up doing, is they control per se uh, information, or they control market share. Typically, when you have these company companies um, like as your Zillow, your Realtor, your Trulia, what they are is they're actually third-party sites that actually feed and cross-reference any kind of information that comes into what's called the MLS. The MLS is essentially acronym for multiple listing service. So the multiple listing service is what realtors that are actually licensed through the state under the Department of Professional Business Regulations, um, they have the the ability to be able to have a platform where all realtors can put their list in on and all realtors have essentially access to that. Well, these third-party companies, what they tend to do is essentially they're quote-unquote free to the consumer, right? So the consumer will get on. It's easy just to, just to get online and search for a property. There's sometimes a lot of um, information that might or might not be on that dependent, dependent on, you know, depending on the actual listing itself. And most of the time, those free listings are never updated. For an actual realtor to actually gain access to the MLS, they have to actually go through the board. So what happens is whatever board they, they pertain to, um, this is going to be their local board, that MLS will give them list the access to, that they're needing uh, to be able to to be able to find the listings for the client. So essentially, a lot of individuals, you know, they end up looking through that, but unfortunately, a lot of those, a lot of those properties might not have the most accuracy. But another issue that we're running into also too is because these companies are so big, um, and they essentially are, they have the ability to buy properties. And right now, what we're seeing a lot of uh, of in the news is, oh, so and so wants to sell off, you know, a ton of property now because they overpaid for it. Um, they overpaid for it, and they want X price, but now. If you really think about it, what it kind of creates is still a frenzy because now it's on the media. Now everyone thinks we're going to wait for that great deal, that nice deal that's going to come around and we're going to come by it. Well, so is like the other 30 people that already made offers on it. So that's another thing to take in consideration. When you have a realtor, having a realtor in your corner, it can really um, play a variance, right? The biggest thing I can tell you when searching for a realtor is really you want to find someone who you're going to feel comfortable with because at the end of the day it is a business transaction that you're working with but it is going to be your partner that's representing you uh, to reach your goal whatever that goal may be whether it be for first-time home buyers whether it be uh, for being able to sell your property whether that be working on your third fourth fifth or sixth investment or maybe securing a commercial uh, building there's so many niches when it comes to actual real estate uh, wants needs and everybody's situation is a little bit different. So you want to, you want somebody who's uh, 
back you up in your corner to essentially advocate on your behalf when it comes to any kind of negotiations, contracts, and who's looking for the little things that you are not looking for just as an individual. Um, so obviously we're doing transactions on a day-to-day basis. We're looking at our contracts on a day-to-day basis. It's a lot different versus, um, you know, maybe purchasing every five years or every 10 years, or usually the average well, the national scale tends to be anywhere from eight years. Yeah, that, that that's very valuable information because there's a lot of misinformation out there and people, you know, they just go based on what they hear. So that that's really important. Um, so Jose, it's been great having you today on the 12 Minute Talks podcast. Um, how can somebody reach out to you if, if they would like more information? All right. So if anybody wants to reach out to me, I'm at, like I mentioned earlier, I'm in the Orlando area. Uh, my phone number is 407-707-8370. And, and uh, my link, my information will be um, down below in the comments. Section. Okay. Yeah, correct. Yeah, like, <laughs> like always. All of the information will be in the description below. So if anybody's watching on YouTube or listening on their podcast platform, it's all there in the description so they can easily reach out to Jose. To Jose. Um, and I just wanted to quickly introduce myself for those of you that don't know who I am. Uh, my name's Lorena Tomasini and I'm the owner of Mom Life and Health Insurance Agency, where together with my mom, we help other families and businesses with their financial protection needs. Um, Jose, it's been great having you on today. Is there anything else you would like to add? Um, no, that's it. That's it, Lorena. I just want to thank you for giving me the opportunity to be on your show. Awesome. Yeah, it's, it's been great having you on. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this podcast and hope you will listen to the next one. I'm Lorena Tomasini and you can contact me via email life at malmins.com. Make it a great day.